This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Actually, it's Andy Pate, party of choice. And welcome to hour number three. I'm Andy Pate filling in for John Rush, and I am joined right now by two school board school board candidates for which county is it, Thomas? Jefferson County. Jefferson County. Okay. And... Folks, this is super important. I'll introduce them in just a second, but first I want to introduce the topic. This is not just listening to a couple of school board candidates in Jefferson County. This matters to all 64 counties because the people who affect our schools, especially in a major county like Jeffco, are going to affect a lot of voters who are coming up and who are going to affect all of us. Bottom line is this. I don't care how many elections we win at the statewide level, at the national level, at any level, we're going to lose everything and the future with it if we don't start winning some school boards and start turning around our schools and freeing people up to be able to learn and progress and come around. It's that important to me. Now, let me actually introduce them. Right now, to my left, I have, uh, now it looks like Amara, but it's Amara, right? Amara <laughs> Hildebrand? Amara like America. Okay, Amara Hildebrand, That's like correct. America. And to my right is Thomas Wiki, and it is Wiki, not Wick, right? You got it. Okay, yes. I nailed it. I'm so gifted. I'm a professional, folks. Um, now, Amara, I want to ask you first, uh, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're running for the Jeffco School Board. Sure. So I am third generation Italian American. My um, my great grandparents immigrated to this country around the turn of the century, and public education was a large part of bringing my family out of poverty. I'm a product of public school and a huge proponent of uh, lifetime learning. I love books. I'm an engineer. I think that education creates freedom for. For people and you don't have to you mentioned it you don't have to look far to see a lot of the um, the poverty and the hopelessness that's happening in the world today that makes a good point here what what do you think uh, Amira has really changed with the school system if you look back because there was a school system that brought such great liberty to your family when they came here and gave them such opportunity and just unleashed them in this economy called america and now we're not seeing that why sure well and i'm sure there there are a lot of reasons you mentioned jeffco's huge it's the second largest district in the state we've got seventy-five thousand kids but we're losing a thousand kids a year and so why is that there are a lot of reasons likely 
I so think, wait a minute. They're losing a thousand kids from their overall numbers correct. for Jeffco per year in a correct. booming county. I mean, Jeffco isn't booming like Arapahoe, you know, where you're where you're out on the plains. That's growing so fast, but it's still growing. Right. It's still booming. Why are you losing all these people? I believe there's several reasons. Um, we actually, so I have one child in public school, a ninth grader, and one in private. And during the pandemic, we we did leave public education. I feel a blessed. A lot of people did. I feel blessed to have been able to make that choice. I know that's not with online education, with what we were seeing. Um, I think that we need to get back to basics. We're obviously not achieving in math and literacy like we should be. And the, the achievement scores have been declining for over a decade. So before COVID, they, they were going down. Okay, well, really quick here. And Thomas, we're going to get to you in just a second here. You bring up a great point. You feel blessed that you were able to put your kids into, you know, put one of your children into a private school because of what had happened during COVID and probably other things, you know, not seeing the excellence, not seeing the freedom. Because let's face it, during COVID, there was no freedom for kids in schools. It was a terrible environment for learning. And you were able to, but... Amara, there are so many families who can't afford to do that. You're an engineer, and that doesn't make you rich. You don't, you know, own Mar-a-Lago. I don't think you're putting in a bid. But, you know, you're obviously able to do that. There are so many kids. Don't you wish that all these kids would have the freedom? I mean, sorry, all these families would have the freedom to get their kids the basic, better education they deserve. Everyone deserves that. I, absolutely. I feel re- it's very tragic that we're not in that condition um, and we're failing children. And that ultimately, as you said, will be society uh, that fails as well. Our economy um, with the achievement scores going down, so will our economy. We'll when, see the hit. And we are seeing the hit. When achievement scores are going down, children are going down. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. Thomas Wicky. Thomas, are are you a doctor? I am. Uh, my my mother in law says. I've got some back issues. Is there anything you could do? I you're mean, exactly who my mother in law says. I'm the kind of doctor who can't help anyone. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a social psychologist. As well, I got those issues too. <laughs> well, Huge. we can talk maybe after. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Why uh, do Why do you want to run for this office? Sure. So the Wiki family is all about education, and that wasn't planned. Uh, my wife is a teacher, actually, in, in Jeffco School, Drake Middle School. She's a decorated teacher just this year, uh, received Colorado's uh, Advisor of the Year for Yearbook. She also does uh, drama, puts on amazing plays there at the middle school. Uh, so I'm married to someone who every day I hear some of the issues coming home. Okay, let me ask you this, because you, you are two fairly conservative people, okay? And people immediately, because your wife is in the midst with all mm-hmm. these other teachers, is there resentment? Is she having to deal with the fact that, because I grew up, as many people know, in a very left-wing uh, family. My dad was my principal. And, you know, people on the right were viewed very unfavorably. Is that hard for her, that people know that her husband is running for the school board? That is such a great question. And was a concern as we began uh, it's actually my wife who should be running. She is the most dynamic person I know, which is probably why she teaches, so she has no time to run for board. Uh, but I also know uh, the teachers there at the school. We've had them in our home multiple years for holiday parties. Uh, and she has experienced none. 
None. Absolutely no pressure. Uh, she's highly respected. So that might be unique to her. So they. So it's not like the teachers' union sees you as these terrible union-busting people who want to come in and ruin their schools and destroy their lives and all this kind of stuff. So, there are people who would look at it that way. I'm actually happy to say they do see us like that. And I am also very proud to say, uh, I won't put any words in Amara's mouth, but... I am proud to say that I am not supported, funded, or endorsed by the teachers' union. And, and yes, they are absolutely against us. Uh, here's an interesting fact that I don't think a lot of teachers know. In Jeffco, only about 25 to 30 percent, it's hard to, to tell from the records, uh, only 25 to 30 percent of teachers are members of the teachers' union, and yet they wield this great influence and, and power to okay, direct the district. Okay, I didn't know this. Oh, no. Wait a minute. I thought virtually all the teachers nope. were part of the teachers' union. No. Surprising to me as well. So they're not, and yet they control everything. Yeah. It's a little bit like the great, the larger world we live in. They are very loud. They have controlled the district, the board, uh, for the past decade. Uh, currently, they have four funded and elected candidates, or not candidates, board members. So it's a five-member board. Four of them are union-sponsored, bought right. when they ran. And if we, don't, if, if we don't win, if we don't get one or two... That is a completely union-dominated board in general. Okay, now this is getting to the, the word I want everybody to think about around the state and even other states who are listening to me right now, and that is helplessness. And what I mean is this. So many people, Republicans, conservatives, you know, and I, I know this is not party-centric. I don't care about that. Okay, but people who simply want excellence back in the schools for kids and want kids put first, not power put first. Okay. So many of those folks feel helpless right now. They feel they can't do anything about the kids that are being churned out in Arapahoe schools, in Jeffco schools, in Arvada schools, in uh, Douglas schools, and so forth. They feel they can't make any kind of a difference, and so they're sitting there. They're not in Jeffco. They live down in El Paso. They live up in Larimer. They live in other places, but they're like, I want to make a difference. I want to help bring excellence to Jeffco schools. Now, obviously, I'm talking about money, okay, but this is important because there's so many things where you send your money to something and you're like, we have no chance to win. It doesn't make any difference. I'm throwing money away, but I want to make a difference. So what I want be before we go to break and then we'll come back and I'm going to ask you guys to do it again. I want you to give your websites, okay, and we're going to put them on RushToReason.com as well. And so people can take their money and actually make a difference for freedom for kids. Free the children and free the teachers in Jeffco. Thomas, what's your website? Absolutely. It's uh, Team Wiki. That's team like a sports team because it does take a team. To your point, I can do so much if I'm elected. American can do so much. We need people to stand up just like you're talking about. So teamwike.com. Okay, teamwiki.com. And Amara, what is your website? I'm at AmeraForJeffcoKids.com, and so that's a A-M-A-R-A, the number four, and then Jeffco, J-E-F-F-C-O-Kids.com. Okay, and I'm going to ask you for those again after the break, but let's go take a break, because when we come back, I want to talk about my big thing in the schools, and that's agendas. Not pushing ours, but asking that others don't push theirs. Okay, because that's very important to me. But up next is Flesh Law. Kevin Flesh, that's F-L-E-S-C-H. He's ready for court, so your opponent knows you're not bluffing. Call Flesh Law at 303-806-8886 or go to fleshlawfirm.com. 
Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. With Pops Garage Door Expert Installation and Warranty, you can rest assured that your LiftMaster Garage Door will last up to 20 years. Pops offers the highest quality, longest-lasting LiftMaster Garage Doors with three times the warranty of the big box store because they know you don't want to replace your garage door every seven years. Pops Garage Door takes pride in offering you the same price as these other stores because they trust the durability and life of a LiftMaster to far exceed any of the other garage doors doors and they deal directly with the LiftMaster manufacturer to simplify the process for you. Pops is able to honor the product warranty when they provide LiftMaster doors because LiftMaster stands behind their product. Pops also offers you an additional two-year labor warranty so you can be confident you made the right choice. Get high-quality, long-lasting garage door installations with Pops Garage Door. Go to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. When Dustin at Genesis 1-3 Electric started his business, he knew how important it was to build a legacy through family values. He saw other companies missing critical components like quality, communication, and most of all, building a respectful and loyal team. If you read any of their 113 five-star reviews on Google, you will see that his family's commitment makes for extremely satisfied customers who have become lifelong patrons of Genesis 1-3 Electric. Dustin and his team take the sting out of a potentially bad situation by partnering with you as an extension of his family, treating you with respect and thoughtfulness. They communicate throughout your appointment with GPS trackers, phone calls, and text messages. And his staff is friendly and accessible for follow-ups as needed. The legacy that Dustin and the team at Genesis 1-3 Electric are leaving is one of faith, family, and a job done right the first time. Reach out to Dustin for your appointment at klzradio.com slash light today. Father and son, Doug and Hunter, and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC know what good old-fashioned integrity means. They've been in business since 1997, and they approach service the same way they did when they started. They look at every job like it's their own home because they always want to be sure they can sleep at night with a clear conscience. They don't go for upsells. They give you options, and you can decide what's right for you. Cub Creek breaks down your charges in an itemized list while they're in your home to avoid surprises. That's why when people want a second opinion on their HVAC needs, they call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek Heating and AC. And most importantly, Doug and Hunter are not only technicians, they are craftsmen, and they take incredible pride in their work. 
That's why they're proud, exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Contact Doug and Hunter of Cub Creek Heating and AC today by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. And welcome back for us, Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush, and I am here with two Jeffco school board candidates, Amara Hildebrand and Thomas Wickey. Amara, are you having fun? Um, <laughs> relatively. Relatively uh, fun. Are you nervous? I'm always a little anxious. I am a terrifying person. I mean, You're everybody not. is afraid of me. Uh, <sighs> Thomas, he, he he couldn't even bring himself to come in the room for a while, but now, now he's he's warming up. He's I'm angry. having a great time. Well, that's good. Okay, guys, I just want to tell you for a moment my perspective on the schools. I always say this, and I mean this: a child's success should be the only agenda in schools. And when I say that, you see, a lot of people think that we, you know, that I'm because I'm a right winger. I'm a proud right winger. You guys. You're not wings, okay? You're just running for school boards. You're not running for a right-wing, left-wing thing. So I'm talking for me here, okay? A lot of people think that what I want is for the schools to be taken over by people I support, and then we can, you know, teach everybody Christianity and teach them Christian values and and teach them right-wing values and teach them all this. No, I don't want my, my values to be your kid's curriculum. I don't. That's the whole point. I don't want your kid learning how to be a Christian. Okay, unless he wants to, then go to a church. I'm, I'm all for that. Okay, but I don't want my tax dollars teaching. I don't want my tax dollars teaching your kids my values. I don't. And I love my values. I don't want my tax dollars forcing your kids to be like me. Okay, I think parenting should be left to parents. You guide your kids. Well, I'm a left-winger. Good. Guide your kids. I'm a right-winger. Good. Guide your kids. I'm a Muslim. Good. Guide your kids. I'm gay. Good. Guide your kids. I'm a Christian. Good. Guide your kids. I don't care. But I look at the left using tax dollars from people of all beliefs and using them to teach one side in the schools. And I think that's wrong. The only agenda in schools, in my view, needs to be a child's success. I want that child to come out of the schools having learned only one thing, how to kick ass in the free market and have a great life. Okay. Now, Amara, am I being fair? What do you think? I can certainly get on board with that. We've been saying that again and again. We've, we're talking about literacy re- proficiency, you know, average scores in the 40 to 50 percent, 30 to 40 percent in math. And it's been declining. So we need to get back to the basics, teach facts. If we teach kids to be critical thinkers, they'll come to their own conclusions. Um, You know, pushing indoctrination, I believe, is the opposite of the American dream. And we're a land of opportunity. Any sentiment otherwise has nefarious origins, in my opinion. So kids... Are there to learn? Hang on. Back up just a sec. Has nefarious origins. So... You think, now I agree with this, by the way, but you think it's nefarious for people to try to use the schoolroom to program kids to be like them in their actual beliefs. Absolutely. And I don't think some parents realized it was happening until COVID. And I think it's been happening for decades. And so we've seen the 
the degradation in our society and, and, and the hatred for our country. And I, obviously that needs to turn around if we're going to succeed as a nation. Fantastic. Okay, Thomas, is, is Amara just a right-wing lunatic? <laughs> no, I know her well, and I know she isn't. I know. And by I, the way, she's really smart. <laughs> yes, I'm feeling rather intimidated by both of you, but that's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Thomas, what do you think about the idea of a child's success should be the only agenda? So you just, we're, we're talking the same thing. You hit one of my major reasons why I'm running one of my major c- campaign uh, focuses. And I just verbalize it different. Jeffco has a serious, and, and I would say most school districts have a serious trust problem. Ooh, what's, let's hear this. Yeah, what's happened is they've lost the trust of the parents as parents have found out what their kids are and aren't learning. They're not learning math. They're not learning English. They're not learning reading. They're not learning civics. And they're learning all kinds of other things that, to your point, should be left up to the parents to decide. And I absolutely agree with you. Uh, Let the parents know. In Jeffco, there have been efforts to hide by the school union what is going on in the classroom, what surveys children are filling out, how children answer to to. Okay, now this is this is kind of like an accusation. Is this mm-hmm. verified? They literally have been caught trying to hide information that was going to kids, hide it from the parents at large. So let me just briefly give you what happened. Sure. Early in the school year, my wife, of course, as a teacher, received and read to me what was sent to every teacher in Jeffco from the school board, the district, the superintendent. Okay, and so that this was, comes from the school board. Correct, and I, and I have that here. I won't take time to read it because what's actually more interesting is about three days later, the teachers' union sends an email to teaching teacher union members uh, that I have a copy of it on my phone, and it says, uh, well, first of all, the, the directive was not to do any questionnaires, not to push pronouns, not to do anything that you ask students for unless you follow the protocol. And that protocol is advance notice, parents need to know about it, and this came from the, the union. You may write a letter to your students with information about yourself they should know and include your pronouns. Modeling this may signal some that they can include their pronouns in response back to you. Bullet point two, you may have your students fill out an optional questionnaire at the beginning of the school to get to know them, but we encourage you to make your notations about the students and not hold on to the documents. Not hold on to the documents. Listen to bullet point number three, which is bolded, literally bolded. uh, Basically burn the evidence. Well, keep going. If you do a questionnaire, and this is bullet point three, and this is bolded. If you do a questionnaire, please make it a paper and pencil activity. Any digital records are more permanent and may be requested under FERPA. Oh, my gosh. Let me ask you this. Does all these cover, do do all these cover-ups and you know, talk of pronouns and so forth, help these students become, you know, engineers like Amara? So I'm a man of science. I'm a man <laughs> of faith. I'm both. I don't, yeah. I, I can't answer. I don't know if research has been done about it. My gut feeling tells me when our kids at seventh grade are only reaching state minimum standards at 30%, some underserved communities, not 1% is reaching state minimums that we are spending way too little time on math and English and reading and civics, and we have mission creep like you couldn't believe in our schools. Okay, we got a minute left. Thomas, I just want what would you like to see done for those, especially underserved communities? We need to do what you said. We need to teach our children. Here's the, the happy thing. Most of our teachers also have a trust problem with the district. 
Our teachers want to teach what they've been trained to teach. They're asked to do so many other things. We just need to let them teach. Number one. I mean, there's many things. Yeah, to let answer, them teach. But that's it. Okay. Yeah. Basically, I'm going to tell you my goal, guys. I want a te- every teacher to look at these kids and basically think this way. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to succeed like you. I want to give you tools to succeed, not values to follow me. I mean, is that fair enough? Absolutely fair. Okay. I need websites one more time. Okay. Go ahead, Thomas. Sure. TeamWiki.com. I'd appreciate vote. We both appreciate any donations. This is about money and being able to reach people that have no idea what's going on. And Amara, what is your uh, website? I'm at AmeraForJeffCoKids.com. Folks, you can, uh, w- you can basically help these folks make a difference in a land where you can't go. You can't go on to the school board meeting. You can't go there and make a difference like they can. Your dollars can make a difference and actually make a difference and unleash kids for the future. Folks, I want to thank you both for joining us today. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You bet. Okay, folks, uh, up next is... Oh, just want to make sure. Yep, Jersey Joe is going to be calling in. And before then, we got affordable interest mortgage with Kurt Rogers. Home prices have dropped. Rates have peaked. So maybe you buy now and refinance when rates drop again. Call Kurt Rogers at 720-895-0500, or you can go to AIMortgage.net. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. High Five Plumbing knows that trees in your yard can wreak havoc on your pipes, and they can fix the problem for good. Tree root intrusion occurs because the roots in your yard are naturally attracted to the moisture provided by your sewer lines. As the roots grow closer to your sewer system, the water inside functions like a fertilizer, causing them to pierce the lines, creating huge leaks and major obstructions. High Five uses a six-month drain treatment that has been proven effective against tree roots in an environmentally friendly process. High Five can use herbicides, hydrojetting, and augers to make sure that the root system is cleared and the tree stays healthy. And when you are a High Five Club member, the inspection is free, your appointment is priority, and you don't pay the service fee. You got slow drains, gurgling toilets, or smell sewage outside your home? Call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. Gonna take care of that clock. No problem. With hair. I know they'll be right there. I'll call high five for this. Call high five for this. 
Premier Home Remodels will bring your outdated, empty nester home into the 21st century. Your children have moved out and you're ready to give a facelift to your impractical bathroom, turning it into a beautiful and complete master suite. Your original tile and 70s bathtub are out of date, and it's time to create the space you have always dreamed of. You want something more functional and enjoyable, and Premier will help you achieve this. Soaking in that new spacious tub will take away your stress of the day. And Premier knows the longer you wait to remodel, the more costly the remodel will be down the road, as costs are only going to increase. Premier's expert design team communicates with you throughout the entire process and works within your budget while completing your perfect master suite, making it your own. Don't wait to remodel your bathroom. Do it now with Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows you would want your own personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There is great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Alan. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill, usually only about 65 to 75% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company it gives them, and they loved the huge tax credit too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Page sitting in for John Rush. Hey, before we go to Jersey Joe, on the line, we've got Wayne from Castle Rock. Now, Wayne, I'm told that you have a concern with me. How can that be? Well, I'm adorable. I know you are, and I love you doing <laughs> your show. Well, thank but you. That but, but that doesn't reduce the fact that I have to call you to task on something. You do it, man. <laughs> on, on Tuesday last week, you said that the Republican Party was going libertarian in its direction it's trending that way yes heavily give me an example oh my one. god just I w- oh i could just give one. no 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 i could give you several i'll give you one really quick one uh war uh the republican party i mean donald trump we elected as a president who is largely an anti-war president um by far the closest to iran paul i've seen no he has a different style don't get me wrong obviously well, but we but there are way more Republicans who want to pull money out of Ukraine than Democrats. It's not even close. The libertarian impact on the Republican Party has been enormous. Uh, here's another one. Um, legalizing of marijuana. Republicans have trended that way heavily. Gay marriage. Republicans have tre- trended in favor of that heavily. Um, but, you know, I could go on, but it would take too long. Well, I, I think those are all really good examples. Basically, you guys made some good points. Well, let me tell you what my history is. 
I'll try to keep this brief. Okay. Uh, I was I was a Tea Party conservative and very active in the party for many, many, many years. When the Republican Party shut down the Tea Party, uh, I felt as though I had no home. How did? Whoa, whoa, whoa! So, I, no, wait a minute. I I don't remember the Republican Party shutting down the Tea Party. Oh yes, they did. I'm not they saying I'm not saying that there weren't power struggles where people who didn't like know, the Tea they, Party they, didn't make moves and stuff. That those internecine battles always happen in every party, but as a whole, I just never saw that happen. Well, I did because I was involved in the Tea Party movement. Apparently, you weren't. Oh yes, I was very much so. Arapaho would, yeah. Well, where were I was you? Very involved. Well, at the time, I was in I was in uh, Douglas County. Okay, and uh, I found that the Republican Party shut down the Tea Party, and uh, frankly, at that point, the Republicans, even at that point, were not following their own platform. I became disenfranchised, so I started to look for another solution. Okay, I found the Libertarian Party. Okay, which actually believes in the things that the Constitution talks about, as an example, not entangling alliances. And those are all things that we need to be keeping in context. Now, the, the Republicans don't believe in protecting personal freedoms and rights. They say they do, but they don't. Oh, I think that, you know, I think in a lot of ways they do wing. Oh, give me an example. But, but no, no I, I don't have time. I don't because I don't want to take any more time from Joe. I'm sorry. We can no, debate this I, I know for you quite have a while. a limited amount of time, Andy. Maybe we'll continue this conversation another time. But prepare yourself because I'm going to ask you some questions that you're going to have to support. And frankly, you gave some really good examples already. Yeah, and by the way, I'll, I'll tell you this, Wayne, really quick. There are aspects of the Republican Party where I do disagree with them, and I say you're not enough for liberty. So and if you expect me to be, uh, you know, across the board protector of the Republican Party, I will not be. Well, I know that. I recognize that. And I appreciate that. OK, but don't don't advocate for them in a position that they do not. That they don't deserve. All right. Well, that's fair. We'll talk again. All right. Very good. Take care, Wayne. OK, right, you too. You betcha. Up next is Jersey Joe. Joe, thanks for waiting. And uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, Nanny? Doing all right. Doing all right. I'm doing all right. We're good. We're good. I have hey, the worst man. Jersey accent, and I just want you to know you are wonderful for being patient with me. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I got to cut out a bunch of stuff I was going to talk about, but um, let's race hey, through. Let's, Go. Uh, stupidest thing I've heard all week: the uh, congressman uh, from uh, Texas who uh, pulled the fire alarm, claiming. He he thought it was how to unlock the door. Now this guy's a school principal. Now either. <laughs> Now, so this guy, you know, he was a principal. How many fire alarms do you see when you work in when you work in a school for ten years, right? So now, either he's the he's inc- so incredibly stupid he shouldn't be representing the people of his district, or he's saying, or he thinks we're incredibly stupid that he that he thinks we're going to believe that he mistakenly pulled a red and white lever marked fire to unlock a door, which, by the way, has not been verified that it was even locked to begin with. The door he's gone through at least 100 times since he's been in Washington. So is he incredibly stupid and didn't know that know the difference between a fire alarm, or does he think we're stupid that we're going to buy that story? Which is it? I'm going to go with B, Joe. That he thinks we're, we're that stupid. Yeah. That, that we're going to believe his story, that he didn't realize 
it wasn't a lever to unlock the door. Come on, they were trying to hold back. They had already been doing delaying tactics on the floor, anything they could to delay the vote. Why on earth wouldn't we believe that he was pulling the fire alarm to delay the vote? Well, of course that's what he did. Yeah. And for, for, for him to believe, think that any of us are going to believe his, his nonsense story that he thought it was that he thought it was a lever to unlock the doors. Come on. Let me ask you a quick question here, though, Joe. I mean, now he's an adult, so this is ridiculous. It's a crime, and he should be prosecuted. I'm not saying 30 years in jail. Some people are saying ridiculous stuff, but it is a crime. Uh, but let me ask you this. As a kid, and when you saw fire alarms, were you not tempted? I was tempted, but never did it. Me and too. by the way, interfering with the governmental operation is what a lot of the people on January 6th were charged with. How come he's not being charged? Yeah. Because right. he's a Democrat. You, you've, you've got to be Donald Trump and have your property evaluated at 18 million by a judge. By a judge. When right. your property, you know what I mean? I mean, it, it, yeah. if, you, if you have an R by your name, you can be prosecuted for anything. But go ahead. Anything. What's next? Anyway, I was going to talk about that, but we don't have time. Let's talk about how Bidenomics has made buying a home, a first-time home, unavailable for 99% of the first-time home buyers. Oh, good. Let's now, hear it. So, and here's some, I don't want to get too deep in the math, but before Bidenomics, let's say you had 30,000, 10% down payment, you want to borrow 300,000. And under Trump, you get a, you get a mortgage, 30-year mortgage at three and a quarter percent. Remember those days? Oh, yes, they were wonderful. Right. And a $300,000 mortgage at three and a quarter was a payment of 1,300 bucks a month, which is 470,000 over the life of the mortgage, of which, by the way, only a quarter of that would have been interest. All, you know, the rest would have been principal. Now, today, if you're a first-time home buyer with only 10% down, you're lucky to get a seven and a quarter percent mortgage, four, right. four points higher. So you know what happens to that $1,300 a month payment? How much? Uh, at, would you believe uh, $2,047 a month? Now, not only can even if you could afford it, here's why you don't qualify. In mortgage lending, and I know John has some mortgage brokers on, on the referral list or on his you know, sponsors, there's a rule of thumb in mortgage lending that your mortgage payment can exceed 28% of your monthly income, your pre-tax monthly income. Well, guess what? When you add in uh, taxes and insurance to those numbers, if you add taxes and insurance to those numbers I just quoted you, the 1300 versus the 2047, yeah. Um, at three and a quarter percent, you could have qualified for that three hundred thousand dollar mortgage with a household income of eighty seven thousand dollars. So you and your wife both worked. You know, okay. You're, maybe you're both school teachers. Eighty seven thousand. At seven and a quarter percent, do you know what your gross monthly household income, uh, your annual household income, has to be? How much? Hundred and eighteen thousand dollars a year. So that's why. So that's why even if you could. So that's a thirty grand increase. A thirty grand increase. That's why ninety-nine percent of first-time home buyers can no longer afford to buy their first home. You know, Joe. One, one one of the things that really angers me is that Republicans just want to keep talking about inflation, inflation, inflation. No, we should be talking about interest rates. If we want to talk about the biggest damage that Biden is currently doing to the American economy and to families out there, it is the fact that we've had to jack up interest rates through the roof to bring down Bidenflation. It's wrecking the home market. It is wrecking the home market. And by the way, that's not just the interest rate. When you look at the, the increase, inflationary increases in labor and material, the new home that you could have bought for $350,000 five years ago 
is three is four hundred eighty thousand dollars today. So you've got the double whammy, and that's before of, the loan, and that's before the loan, right? Oh, so gosh. that's so the double whammy is not only the, is your mortgage going to be almost twice as much, you can't get the same house you would have bought for that money anyway. Well, the bottom line, no, 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 we're going we're gonna to take a break and come back and then all the time is yours. But I'm going to say this, Joe, the bottom line is this. Joe Biden is destroying the American dream. The American dream is to, is to be able to own a home, and he has made the home, building it and buying it, way more expensive. And he has made getting the loan for it almost entirely impossible. Right, which, which is why 99% of couple young couples today... Uh, can't buy their first home. If you are percent. By the way, in past, just so you know, yeah, in the ahead. past, that's, that statistic was around 50%, you know, which is not unusual, but 50% could, 50% couldn't. Now 99% can, only 1% can. Yeah, any young couples who vote for this man or his party in 2024, I'm going to say it, you're out of your mind. You're out of yep. your mind. He is making it harder and harder and harder for you just to get started. This you'll is never, You'll never own a home. As long as Biden's in the White House or his successor, Democrat successors in the White House, you'll never own a home. Yeah, especially the most vulnerable among you. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come right back with Jersey Joe. Up next is Golden Eagle Financial. You know your job inside and out. You do. And that's how Al Smith knows retirement. To prepare for finances you don't know, call Al at 303-744-1128 or you can find him at klzradio.com. Whether you want to give to others, travel the world, or just retain your lifestyle, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you make it a reality. Al will carefully look over your assets with your wants and needs in mind to plan for volatility, performance, and expenses. He has the experience of knowing when volatility will be outside of your risk tolerance. He also takes into consideration your own wants and needs and realistically helps you to organize your expenses. And most importantly, his 30 years in the field helps him to anticipate market changes and respond in the most responsible, proactive way. Al will document your financial plan like a roadmap so you can understand it as well as refer to it when you need to. Whether you're approaching retirement or already there, contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today at klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210.
Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done. And that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients. So when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush. And on the line right now, I got Jersey Joe. Joe, before we keep going, uh, news just broke that Kevin McCarthy will not run. For not the, run for for speaker or not run for re-election? For house leader. He, for house speaker, he will not run for that spot. There well, you go. Well, if you're not... Republicans aren't careful. We could wind up with Hakeem Jeffries as the Speaker of the House, which would which would uh, instantly stop all of the Biden inquiries. So we got to make sure that the Republicans come to their senses and elect somebody as Speaker quick. Yeah, anyway. and and I believe they will. I, my bet is on Steve Scalise, and I will say this: what a great thing McCarthy just did. Because had he yep. not done that, I don't see how we could have gotten anyone elected. He stepped aside and showed the class that, frankly, I'm just going to say some others didn't. So there you go. That's right. No, You're up, Joe. I agree. I, I, my, anyway, hey, uh, real quick, I want to talk about crime, but then I want to get to fentanyl. So we got to move quick on these. Go. I don't know if you heard that uh, yesterday uh, another another congressman second this year was carjacked at gunpoint in Washington D.C. Yes, I heard. Now you know how many have happened so far this year? No. Six hundred and fifty-one uh, carjackings in Washington D.C., which is almost three a day. Now here's a question for you. Uh, Denver, Washington, D.C. and Denver are almost exactly the same size in terms of population. How many carjackings a day are there in, in Denver? Is it three a day at gunpoint, or is it one a week? Uh, one, one a, a week. Okay. So, so the question is, why does Washington – by the way, and that number of three a day, that's an 800% increase in the past five years. Oh, my because gosh. Five years – they're on track this year to have 1,100 – 1100 this year five years ago 2018 it was 147 for the whole year what changed well you now have an attorney uh, by the way since it's not a state the uh, prosecutor for the uh, washington dc is actually a u.s attorney he has declined to prosecute 67 percent of the people arrested by the dc police and one of the crimes he refuses to prosecute is illegal gun possession so um when you have a u.s attorney who makes it known, I mean, he's said this publicly, 
you know, I will not hear, here's crimes I won't prosecute, including illegal possession of a gun. If you're a criminal, what do you, what do you got to lose? What do you have, what do you possibly have? And here's nothing. the other thing, by the way. Nothing. And here's the other thing. By the way, Dallas, which is three times the size of uh, Washington, doesn't, doesn't even have that rate of a high, and there's two reasons. Number one, they put their criminals in jail, but number two, you know what happens in Dallas if you try to carjack a car? You get shot. Half the time you'll get shot. Um, and I'm serious, because in Washington, D.C., it's almost impossible to get a concealed carrier permit. So one of the big differences, if you're a carjacker in Dallas, you know that every, every second car you carjack, you're, li- you're likely going to wind up dead. In Washington, D.C., you can be pretty sure that no matter who you carjack, they're not going to have a gun. So that's just point that out. I want to move on to fentanyl. Well, really quick here, but Joe, isn't that just like the left? They want to get guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens who would protect themselves, but the lawbreakers who have guns, they don't want to prosecute. Keep going. By the way, I wasn't going to talk about this, but in uh, the Bronx, New York, last week, they uh, arrested a 14-year-old kid. He had driven a stolen moped to, to school, and when they seized the moped, they found an, um, a stolen 9mm gun in the, go- in the glove box of the moped, of the stolen moped. 14-year-old kid with a 9mm pistol. So, oh, yeah, my criminals, gosh. Criminals can't get guns, right? Yeah, right. Anyway, fentanyl. You know how many people uh, are, 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 are going to die from fentanyl in the country this year? How many? 70,000. And if you add in the other cocaine, heroin, other opioids, it's 140,000. More people are dying from, and you know how many people die from, are killed by so-called assault weapons in a year in this country? How many? Take a guess. Uh, Less than 400, which means uh, more than 1,000 people a week are dying from fentanyl. So in one week, uh, more than two times as many people are killed by fentanyl in this country than are killed by assault rifles in an entire year. Yeah, but they're not being killed by fentanyl, Joe. Really, they're being killed by Joe Biden's open border because that's where it's coming through. Right. But I, I point this out. When you look at the political and monetary capital being focused on and being expended on, quote, banning assault rifles, compared to the political and monetary capital being expended on stopping fentanyl, don't you think we have our priorities a little backwards here in terms of doing the most good for the public? 180 the degrees backwards. 180 degrees backwards. Uh, again, uh, again, more people are killed by fentanyl in a Twice as many people are killed by fentanyl in a week than are killed by assault rifles in an entire year. So oh. 70,000 versus 400. Okay, before you go on, I want people to know your um, podcast, how they can reach it. All right, they go to jerseyjoe.com, and that's J-E-R as in Robert, Z as in zebra, and two E's, J-E-R-Z-E-E, jerseyjoe.com. Uh, you can find me in all the podcasts. That's the website. You can find me in all the podcasts platforms, Apple, uh, SoundCloud, all the rest. Just, just again, just uh, search for Jersey Joe with an R and a Z. Fantastic. Keep going. All right. Um, so let's see what else we're going to talk about here. Oh, of course, uh, Target closing nine stores this month. On short notice, Target said, hey, we give up. We can't make it. We're going to close nine stores on October 21st. And where are those stores? New York City, two in Seattle, Three in San Francisco, three in Portland, and one in Seattle. What do all of those cities, they all have one thing in common. What is? They've been under Democratic leadership for more than a decade. Hardcore. Hardcore Hardcore. Democrat leadership. 
Now, they're not closing any stores in Omaha. They're not closing any stores in Des Moines. They're not closing any, any stores in, in, uh, in Dallas. You know, but, but, you know, those hardcore left-wing cities, so nine, nine stores are closing in those four cities. Terrible. It's just, it's just terrible. How much time we got? Hey, you still got a little over two minutes. Go. All right. Well, then let me take you to a quote I wasn't going to talk about. Have you? Has the uh, uh, Trump? Uh, well, let me. I'll, I'm going to skip that. I'm not going to get in Trump. Do you know how? The, you, have you heard about how thieves? You park your car in your driveway or in a garage. Garage. You know any of your neighbors park a car in a driveway? Uh, yeah, a couple. Why? Well, if they have a keyless, do you know that a thief, if you park your car in a driveway, a thief can steal your car if it has a keyless uh, fob entry without breaking into your car? Have you heard that? No, I didn't. Yep, it, it turns out that your your key fob is always transmitting or can uh, can re, can respond to a frequency. So what they're doing now, if your if your key fob is within 50 feet of your front door in the middle of the night, they, and your car's in the driveway. They come up to your house, and with a little gadget, a little transceiver, they uh, ping your, your key fob. They get the code. They clone, the co- they clone your key fob, and then they open your car door, and they activate your ignition with a clone of your key fob, and you're still sleeping. You didn't even know what happened. Wow. They drive, they drive your car away. Didn't break a window. Didn't have to break into the ignition. They literally cloned your key fob from outside your house. Joe, they're probably doing it, though, to help me. I mean, what if I'm ever locked out of my car and they're just wanting to be prepared to render assistance at that time, just if need be? Huh? I'm kidding. Well, that's, that's the optimist way to look at it, Andy. If you really... I like to be as stupid as I can and gullible. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best. You got 30 seconds. Go. All right. I'm going to give you a quote. Have you seen any of the video of Trump coming out of the courthouse? In New York City, is that making it on the news there? A little bit, yeah. Well, you know, he comes out, he blames everybody. Now, I'm not anti-Trump. I think Trump has done some great things. But Trump will never never admit he made a mistake. And here's a quote by a writer uh, and a therapist, Shannon Alder. And here's her quote about narcissists. You will never get the truth out of a narcissist. The closest you will ever come is a story that either makes them the victim or the hero, but never the villain. Does that describe Trump? It does in his style. It really does. And he has been victimized a lot, but you know oh, what? No, I think I, I do think it makes it hard for him to win more voters. I do. Yep. All right. Talk to you next week, Andy. Way to go. Thank you so much, Jersey Joe. We'll see you on Friday. And, folks, that's it for today. Our number one replace next. John Rush is back on the air tomorrow. We can't wait. And I'm back on Friday for movies. Until then, drive safe. God bless. And thanks for joining us at Rush Treason, KLZ 560.